0: Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. Monterey Car Week is a staple in the area, and after not happening last year due to the pandemic, it came back in full swing this year. To get the laydown of the event and advice on buying vintage cars, we spoke with the auction president. Okay, can you start off by introducing yourself and telling me a bit about your role in Car Week?
1: Most certainly. My name is Drew Alcassar. I'm the CEO of Russo & Steel Collector Automobile Auctions. We are the uh, large auction house whose tent you see uh, coming into the depot lot as you drive into Monterey downtown, coming in on Del Monte Avenue. We're on the right-hand side. And this was our 22nd year in in, uh, Monterey
0: and tell me a bit about car week
1: car week well uh certainly uh, the the most preeminent uh, group of collector car events uh, in this hemisphere occurs each August uh, in Monterey. It has uh, been growing for uh, almost 50 years now. Uh, we joined uh, the group of synergistic events, uh, as I mentioned, uh, 22 years ago, uh, but I've been attending the events for over 35 years personally. Uh, but it's a unique sort of group of collector car craziness that all comes together on the peninsula there that consists of collector automobile auctions, of which there are five. Uh, various Concord Elegance shows, of course, uh, which is the crown jewel of uh, the universe known as Pebble Beach Concord Elegance, which is on Sunday. But there's a host of other Concord that happen during the week. Uh, Concord's Italiano, the Quail, uh, all are very uh, prominently well-known collector car, car show type events. And then, of course, you have the races, the historic races at Laguna Seca uh, WeatherTech Raceway. So it creates an environment with the races, the Concord Elegance, and all of the auctions that is really unique uh, to that uh, time of year in August.
0: And you guys had a show this past weekend, correct?
1: We did. Yeah, we did two nights of auction on Thursday and Friday. And uh, it was nice to get back in action after uh, almost two years of uh, uh, being on hiatus with our COVID challenges. So it was uh, a breath of fresh air and nice to get some wind in the sails.
0: Yeah, paint the scene for me a little bit. What was the show like this weekend? You know, was it a big crowd?
1: Crowds were great. We were really, really happy with uh, the response and the turnout. Uh, we had uh, at capacity room. Uh, the stands, uh, you know, and the attendees and bidders uh, were there in mass. Uh, they stayed to the very last car, uh, hung out with us a little bit while afterward, uh, enjoying some cocktails and whatnot. It was uh, it was a very festive type atmosphere. You could tell people were really enjoying uh, being out once again and uh, and participating with uh, their passions in the collector car hobby.
0: Were any COVID precautions taken um, like such as masks or asking for vaccination cards?
1: Uh, We complied with all of the uh, Monterey County uh, mandates in terms of uh, COVID protocols and compliance. Uh, We didn't have any issues, Uh, nothing uh, came up. There were uh, uh, no uh, uh, citations violations. Everybody had a clean bill of health. So uh, we were very happy to uh, get the uh, the event uh, executed uh, without any issues.
0: Yeah, definitely. And tell me a bit about why you choose to be involved with this. Uh, what it you know, what inspires you to continue this work?
1: Well, for me, it's a, it's an extension of, of the hobby. Uh, my wife, Josephine and I would be, we would be vintage racing our cars. We would be showing our cars at Concours. We would be doing road rallies, uh, regardless of if we were doing the auction. So it's really just an extension of our enthusiasm, uh, the Russo and Steel auction project. Uh, we very purposely want to always keep sort of the passion that we have and share for the cars at the center focal point of our auction and of course we uh did what we call auction in the round where all of the seating is elevated and the cars are ground level which gives everyone sort of a boxing ring coliseum uh sort of kind of viewpoint of the auction block and a very interactive uh group of uh, auctioneers that uh, call the cars and so forth so it's very interactive very passionate it was something that we uh feel uh, very strongly about so for us it uh, was really something we would be doing regardless i'm the only auction principal that is uh vintage racing at laguna seca during the day and on his auction block at night
0: where does your passion for these cars come from when did that get started
1: (laughs) oh boy that's a good question um you know i think probably most like, like most collector car enthusiasts uh that passion is almost part of the dna uh, it, it's all I've ever done. Uh, I've been very fortunate uh, to have uh, uh, lived a lifetime uh, having uh, every every dream that I could possibly think of fulfilled by playing with uh, old collector cars. So I think it probably started off with me playing with my Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars when I was a kid and uh, translated in high school to uh, restoring cars, opening up my own restoration shop when I was 21 years old, and then uh, jumping into the collector car auction field in 1997. Six and starting the Russo and Steel project in 2000. So uh, it's been quite a ride. It's been lots of fun. And uh, uh, thank God it worked out because I don't know how to do anything else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask, do you have a favorite car? No.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the top ten questions, my favorite car. Uh, I, I often sort of chuckle and joke that my favorite car is the one that starts and runs and drives when I jump in it. <laughs> uh, it's the wonderful thing about old cars is uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, they're they're a lot like your children. Uh, you know, sometimes they behave, sometimes they don't. And uh, they all require a lot of uh, care and feeding. But that's, uh, that's part of the enthusiasm and passion that goes along with collector cars is, uh, you know, working on them and uh, keeping them running. And making sure that they've got fresh fuel and and uh, avoiding dead batteries and flat tires. <laughs> as long as I can get in the car that I want to go to the next event with, and, and it runs, starts, and drives, uh, that's my favorite one.
0: What were some of the cars that were sold this past weekend? Do any stand out?
1: You know, we had a great group of cars. Russo and Steel's really designed for kind of uh, the mid-range group of cars. Uh, There's a lot of auctions on the Peninsula that uh, sort of specialize in the multi-million-dollar cars. Uh, We're the mid-range auction that does uh, cars kind of for everyone. We had everything from a a spectacular original Manx Myers Manx dune buggy, which uh, I thought was uh, just cute as a bug. It was in the blue metal flake gel coat. And uh, I think sold for like thirty four, thirty six thousand dollars. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, we had a P four Ferrari replica that eclipsed two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars, which was probably the most unusual car that we had on the auction block. Uh, but we had uh, our usual offering of Shelby's competition race cars, uh, Camaros, uh, Cudas, and so forth, Mustangs. Uh, we had uh, one of the one of the funnest elements. Excuse me, one of the funnest moments uh, of the entire event was we auctioned the original steering wheel from the crash car from the 1968 uh, Bullet Mustang from the Steve McQueen. Uh, movie that he starred in called Bullet, and it was the only surviving steering wheel of the two cars that they used in the movie, uh, and we also had a replica of the 1968 Mustang uh, Bullet that he drove in the movie, and we auctioned the steering wheel thereafter, and I think it sold for Almost, I just a little over $30,000 the steering wheel sold for so it was a great kind of sort of holy grail piece of uh, movie and car enthusiast memorabilia, the, the Steve McQueen bullet Mustang steering wheel that we sold on Friday night.
0: And you mentioned some events coming up, can you tell me a little bit about those?
1: Uh, our next event uh, is going to be, of course, in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's our flagship event. That won't happen until January. It's the last week in January this year that we'll be back in action. We sell uh, six to 800 cars in four days in Scottsdale, Arizona, so it's uh, quite the wild ride. So that'll certainly be the next one up on our calendar.
0: Oh, All right, so nothing else coming up until next year in Monterey County.
1: You know, there's always lots of little car shows, cars Mm. and coffees, things like that, rallies and things that are coming through. But uh, in terms of uh, the the big kahuna, as we call it, with Monterey Car Week, of course, we'll return once again uh, that second to third weekend in uh, in August uh, next year in 2022. So we'll be there for sure. Look forward to seeing everybody.
0: You know, lastly, do you have any tips for someone who... It's kind of interested in vintage cars and might want to get involved in, in buying some or just kind of get started in that as a hobby.
1: Well, most certainly i think uh, the most important element to always keep in mind is uh, that it is genuinely that it's a it's a hobby do it because you enjoy it uh get, get enthusiastic about the cars uh, buying a car just because you think it's going to be worth more tomorrow is uh, is probably uh, not the way to go uh you want to buy a car that speaks to you that you're passionate about um once you've kind of identified what you kind of think that is whether it be a 21 um, window vw microbus, bus uh, myers-manx dune buggy or a hemi cuda or a 250 uh, ferrari uh, and everything in between do your research uh, look into the cars learn about them learn what uh, makes them unique learn about their options what makes uh, certain models more valuable than others uh, and then do your homework when you're looking to finally buy the owners of the cars. Uh, they're certainly the most knowledgeable ones uh, about them. When you can talk to owners and ask them candid questions. Uh, I have three succinct tips for first time or anytime buyers, even people that have been buying cars for almost 40 years as I have. I look in three places on a car. I look in the door jam. I look in the glove box and I look in the trunk. And if all three of those locations are pristine, The chances are almost 100% that the rest of the car is equally as good a quality, and then you can buy with confidence. But those three areas, the door jamb, the glove box, and the trunk, are always neglected. If there's a bunch of junk in the glove box, if the trunks dirty and filthy with rags and stuff closing in the corner if the door jams are are dirty and uncared for then it's an indicator that maybe people tried to get it bright shiny in areas that you can see but didn't really attend to the details so that's kind of one of the tricks that i can always impart to people is look in those uh, areas for the details
0: well wonderful well thank you so much for being on the podcast today and, and sharing some of your thoughts and advice
1: Absolutely. Pleasure having you uh, invite me on. It was a great being here. And uh, again, we'll see everyone at Russo and Steel in August 2022 on the Monterey Peninsula with Monterey Car Week.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast are on our website, and you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com, and follow us on Twitter, at Sound News.